They didn't give us laptops. I literally didn't have um, a laptop until. No way. Yeah, we used to use our old laptops. Yeah, cause yeah, that's what I've been looking for personal laptops as well. Cause I've suffered with this one for too long. Like four gigs of RAM is not gonna cut it. <laughs> Just um, buy a MacBook when it's student discount. Yeah, but I need something now. <laughs> Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, but the student yeah. discount I get is not great because it's only grad life, not. Um, do you not know a student? Do I? I might do actually. Yeah, you I should, might do. You know a student and get them to help you out. That's a smart idea. <laughs> yeah, because you know I used. I think I still had student discount at the time, but my work was giving three hundred pounds off, and then. I basically also got student discount on top of that, so I saved a lot of money Ooh. buying my most recent Mac. Yeah. yeah, I've been looking at refurbished laptops, but I don't know. I don't know how good like. You just buy yourself one. Now you started a new job, you might as well. I told you, you discussed this Treat already. Yourself. I have buyer's remorse. <laughs> no, but the thing is, right? Okay, there's there's two attitudes to have, right? There's mm-hmm. one which is like, look, you earn money to to have a better quality of life, right? And as you start to like, you know, get pay rises and stuff, you have to be careful not to have, you know, like lifestyle inflation. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. You are starting your career and you're earning a decent amount of money, right? Yeah. You, there's no point just hoarding money. Like, if you have a need, obviously think it through. Like, every purchase needs to be a well-thought-out purchase. I'm never going to be like, oh, yeah, just drop, like, thousands of pounds, you know. Like, if you don't need something, don't buy yeah. it. But, like, for example, you know, you're even if you buy a laptop, um, like, even if you... Like, for, for example, your personal laptop, like, okay, what if in a year or two you decide you want to start applying again, right? Then you need to do interviews. Yeah. You need your, you need your personal laptop to do that, yeah. right? Or to, to do anything if you want to work on personal projects, like, you know, so a, a laptop, like a good, and also with things like technologies as well, you're better off paying a little bit more upfront mm-hmm. for a better quality product than, you know, having to rebuy something later yeah. and it, the thing is it, it is it is something that like mentally you have to sort of switch around yeah when i bought my first car honestly i i think i i must have said this but genuinely i had so much buyer's remorse right because i dropped like almost four grand on this car and you think four grand is a lot of money right mm-hmm. and but then i did not impulse buy this car like when i was thinking about buying a car it was you know, it had been years in the making and I'd planned it out. And so it doesn't really matter what you buy. You're always, if it's a large enough purchase, you're always going to have buyer's remorse. Yeah. It's just, did you think about it? Did you take the time? Did you do your research? And can you afford it? You know, we don't, you don't earn, you don't, uh, what's it called? You don't 
live to work, you work to live. Mm-hmm. Right? So as long as you remember that, treat yourself. Also, I have this thing, right? Anytime I, like, basically my first paycheck, I try to buy something for myself yeah. as sort of like a reminder. Because look, you're working hard for this money. Mm-hmm. I remember my first, like, my first ever sort of purchase when I was at <laughs> Sorry, you can beep that out. Was, <laughs> um, uh, when I first worked there, I basically got myself, like, it was £100, which, and oh my god, I don't know if you do this, but whenever I used to work in retail, I used to calculate any of my... And this is quite a bad thing to say, considering we're talking about, you know, not having buyer's remorse. Yeah. I remember anything I used to buy at the time, right, I would work that out in terms of how many hours did I work. <laughs> and I would be like, okay, this is like this many hours of me working. Um, but I treated myself to a, like a, a set of bracelets from Swarovski. And okay. they weren't a thousand pounds. They were, you know, like, uh, I think they were like 99 pounds. But basically like it's the point is you know at least i took a portion of that on my first paycheck that i worked hard for and i treated myself Mm -hmm. you know so i'm trying to figure out what to do with my first paycheck of my new job now as well and um we'll see yeah no that that um that thing of calculating how many hours your purchases i've done that before (laughs) because it will be a thing of like i know i spent like x amount here so like let me like take up an overtime shift and i know that will basically cover the amount of spent which is not really healthy because that's how you no. work yourself into the ground but <laughs> yeah but it is it's yeah because it's interesting because like retail jobs you kind of i don't know if it's because it's the way it's advertised but you think of you think of the money you earn on an hourly basis and so not really on an annual basis yeah and maybe that's why. <laughs> yeah, I feel I feel like it's easier to spend money on like a corporate job because you are just thinking of it as a yeah, lump sum. Yeah, a lump sum per year. Yeah. So one purchase is not really going to make a dent into that. Oh, you'd hope not. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's weird because like everything you said, I've had that conversation with myself that in terms of assessing how much money I've got, and it's like. I've obviously I've had quite a lot saved from the year before as well. Um so like this buying a laptop will not really dent my finances but Exactly. I don't as know. Long as you know that and obviously you're not going to buy a laptop like willy-nilly like the first thing that you find you're obviously going to do your research before yeah. you do it. Yeah, cuz I've been I've just been like perusing websites basically trying to find one that fits my requirements. Um, no, but it's definitely hard to shift the mentality. Like, I completely get it, and it's probably a lot more common. You know, when you when you are in student life and you have to budget, and then suddenly you have a bit more um, income. To be fair, I I spoke about this um, when I went back to the school actually, but in reverse because yeah. obviously I got like a um, a large quite a lot you know a lot of money when I got my maintenance loan in first year and obviously like that was the first time I'd seen that much money I didn't know what to do with it and I probably spent it on like random stuff and so that's the other thing where it's like I get where you're coming from from a position of caution where you're like oh I've suddenly come into this like all of this money I don't want to spend it on random stuff but you don't then want to put like too much pressure on yourself that you can't like 
enjoy yourself like enjoy your money like think what are your motivations what are you earning you know money for and start you can start with things like putting you know x amount of money into your savings x amount for this x amount for bills x amount for fun and if it makes you feel better you can start like saving up for the laptop you know put away you said you've got a lot of money saved up already so that could be like you know used for your laptop so yeah but i know it's hard you know yeah, because I think I think that is kind of where it started, the same as you. Like, because when I was in school, I didn't really get much money, like, per day for, like, lunch and stuff. And then yeah. um, it was kind of like, yeah, because, yeah, I took a year out after sixth form as well to work. So that, that year, I was, like, making my own money. But even then, I feel like, because I didn't really have much autonomy over my spending, I feel like I still didn't really have a relationship with my money that was good. Yeah. Because even though certain purchases I made and I was kind of made to feel guilty about them. So then yeah. when I started getting when I started getting that maintenance loan, yeah, that was like a big lump sum I just wasn't used to at all. Yeah. And then it's like for yeah, most of my life it's like when I've gone to my mom and said like I need something, she'll just be like, Yeah, ask your dad or whatever. Then yeah. I yeah, it's like I'm kinda of getting to the age where Asking my parents for money isn't really like the first port of call. No, it really should yeah. be to like spend my own money. <laughs> yeah, but if you you know you 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 acknowledge the fact that you've worked hard to save a lot of money, and that is it shouldn't be like your go to. But like yeah, if you need a, if you know you need something, you shouldn't hesitate to to sort of dip into your savings for it i mean obviously as long as it's not going to like wipe out all of your savings yeah <laughs> um you know and yeah now you're independent like you've got a proper job you know alhamdulillah mashallah for all of that so yeah it's like it's and i guess it's hard because it is literally a mentality of being like reliant on yourself and knowing that you are allowed to spend your money hmm. um like it's not just for emergencies you know yeah I get it though. I get it. Like it's a hard, it's a hard thought process. You just constantly sort of like second guess. Like, okay, is this an appropriate purchase? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's also like it's also like with holidays, right? Like I used to sort of hoard my holidays because I'd constantly be like, oh, could I use this later? Could I use this later? Mm. And the thing is, it's sort of like, well, if you've got enough money for now and emergencies, then you can save. You can spend a little bit of it. Like you're you're allowed to spend money on yourself and improve something some aspect of your life you know yeah yeah that's true yeah because i used to hold holidays at the job before i started uni as well like yeah because i used to i saved it all the way to like near the end and my manager told me like you actually need to take this holiday um and then uh, yeah because yeah it's, it's weird when you start noticing the same patterns in different ways because even like yeah, even at the retail job I've was currently well, about to finish, um, it's like I'd be timetable to take a break at a certain time and then a lot of times I'd end up running into my break because it's like I wanna get something finished and then my manager has just told me like, like I know you wanna get this finished but you actually need to go on break at this time because of of otherwise it Fs up the role for everyone else basically because people need to cover you and stuff. So yeah, yeah, it's one 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 of them ones. But it's okay. It will come with time. Like 
being able to allow yourself to stop and it's especially like you know when it when it comes to work sometimes you need to know when to take a break uh because there's no point just like staring at something and you just end up trying to you're trying to get a different solution but you're not really doing anything different because your brain's not allowing you to have that wider scope sometimes you just need to sort of take a break mm. come back to it with fresh eyes you know yeah and it's like from school days and uni days it's like you do get used to like putting hour long two hour long shifts but i think i've kind of realized with the way my mind is because of like yeah the way my mind thinks and like being potentially like neurodiverse like i really can't do long shifts like i do have to take periodic breaks and i have to i do kind of have to gamify the content i absorb for it to kind of make sense sometimes i don't know yeah, it's, it's been quite like, yeah, the last couple of years have been quite enlightening in discovering the way I think and like... But th- that's the thing, right? Like the good thing about working nine to five is that no one expects you to be working. I, I think people find nine to five daunting, right? And they think, oh, that means I'm going to have to be working every single second of that nine to five. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not like, obviously... I think uh, especially COVID has proved that people can be a lot more efficient in like shorter periods of time. I think a lot of people have like these short bursts, but that's what like nine to five is. It's having that period where you can actually spread. And if anything, it's probably better than school because, you know, in school, we're constantly going from like one class to another. We have these set timetables. And when you get to work and you have nine to five, you can plan your day, how you work. And if anything, it's encouraged for you to like take walks, you know, get up, go for a walks breaks get up go for a walk you know go away from your desk yeah. see something else and then come back to it like no one i think everyone understands that just staring at the screen the whole day from when you come into when you go home mm-hmm. it's not it doesn't improve productivity yeah 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 because yeah, even, even the mandatory training that um they set us like yeah it told you like don't spend too long on the screen like reduce eye glare all those things but yeah, sometimes it does, yeah, sometimes it doesn't really permeate in your head. <laughs> Especially if you compare yourself to other people's work ethics. And it's like, yeah, because for example, in the UK, I do think there is this kind of push to maintain like a work-life balance. But somewhere like America, for example, that like, is non-stop, just grind, grind, grind. And then everyone has a different work ethic. Yeah. Remember that you don't need to compare. And then on top of that, it's like I don't know. Sometimes there's like a there's sometimes I see like a proliferation of like content from older people, kind of like comparing themselves to the younger generation, and making us feel guilty for like caring about ourselves more. And then you start thinking, if if those guys could do these sixty-hour shifts and. 60-hour work weeks and these long-hour shifts, why can't I? But at the end of the day, it is not sustainable. As long as you know that. (laughs) (laughs) No comment. (laughs) I didn't say anything. No, whatever. (laughs) Part of me really was okay with doing 55 hours a week, you know. 
it, in, you in, know what? Like until I, I read the article right. and it said, was it? It said thirty five percent increased risk of stroke. I said, oh my goodness. I tried to explain <laughs> it to you. Honestly, the thing is, it's like it was so hard for me because part of me was just like, yes, I was right. But then obviously, like the other half of me is just like. This is I did not want to be proven right, you know. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Um, but if anything, like at least you learned it sort of low stakes, you know. It really is not that deep. Like you learned it very low stakes, yeah, so yeah. you know. And next time you will know to listen to me. Yeah, well. <laughs> no, because you know what was annoying, yeah. Like I didn't realize I could actually hand him a notice online. <laughs> You can see my face right now. No, it's because I'm a yeah. Because at my last job, I handed them my notice in person. Like, I gave them a written letter. I spoke to my manager. Um, so then, when it came to this job, it's like I was doing all this lip service and negotiations without realizing I could literally just hand in a statement and they can't do anything about it. Yeah, that's what I said to you. <laughs> the bit, especially about the fact that they can't do anything to you, it's like I just. I honestly need to speak to this manager and understand what hold they had on you. <laughs> I need to know. I need to understand. I need to do a case study on this. No, no. But what it was is like, obviously, when I joined, there was... Yeah, um, within the month I joined, there was about maybe seven or eight people that joined within that time frame. There maybe even like 10 people. Then obviously... Everyone had like varying time frames within which they stayed, but like yeah, like to be like one of only like three or four people out of the ten people to survive the chop, basically. Especially because I knew my store didn't really perform financially well during the Christmas period. It's like, rah! It's like yeah, I must be kind of special for you to keep me on, and you obviously see something in me clearly. Um, I think that's what kind of had a chokehold on me yeah but i think and now you've learned as well it's like the thing is you have other priorities and that's what you need to think about like this place your new place obviously sees something special in you too right and and now they demand your full attention obviously you know that now so it's like you know i won't repeat myself it's all good yeah 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 it's just, just get in there and work hard and but also remember for the same for this place right like push comes to sh- shove they'll get rid of you too so work work your hardest but you know mm-hmm. if there ever comes like ever an emergency like don't feel like you have to do everything again you know yeah it's about yeah. balance balance yaga <laughs> yeah because yeah because even this this place like the amount of independent learning I've, I've got to do is like ramped up. I'm like, oh my gosh. It'd be like that when you have a new job. Yeah, because it's like I had to do all this mandatory learning, all that stuff and like bribery and anti-money laundering. Like, that yeah. was fucking long. <laughs> Compliance training is always a pain. Especially like conflict of interest stuff. Because obviously like we, yeah, cause obviously we have like a consulting arm and an audit arm so obviously you can't really audit consulting clients because it's like auditing your own work basically yeah and then that and well to to be honest this kind of gives away who my employer is but that's why when there was like talks of a split like 
it would have been kind of better for us how to split because there would have been a lot of clients that we would have been able to do work with if we had to split because there wouldn't be a conflict yeah. of interest anymore but it's what it is um, yeah <laughs> but as long as you're enjoying it and you'll be alright from now on don't worry I hope so I'm apprehensive but <laughs> It'll be alright. I'm very. I've Next time we can talk about imposter syndrome. Yeah, that that was actually going to be I one of my ideas. One, yeah. <laughs> no, but I think that one will be a good um, topic for when the whole cast is here because I think it's important to get everyone's perspectives mm. and um, you know how we all feel about our different situations. You know. Mm, mm, definitely, definitely. Right. Listen, we've been recording for about 40 minutes in total, I think. Um, any final remarks? Um, none. The To sum up this conversation, you should spend the money that you earn. Because why else are you earning it? That's it. Yeah, um... Yeah, I agree with that as well. Although I'm finding it hard to realise that in reality, in actuality, <laughs> you'll get there. Yeah, because when I ask myself, "What am I working for?" I actually don't have a good answer. You need to think about that because it will determine a lot of what you do. It will determine a lot of like why you do what you do as well. Yeah. Um, and it will determine a lot of like your pathway in life because it's not set you can you can always move around yeah yeah because I guess I kind of know it's for yeah I don't know I think enjoyment is important but how much percentage of my purpose is enjoyment? I don't know. You should. Uh, you sh- it should be like um, most of it, right? Like work is never going to be easy, but I definitely do feel like you should enjoy some aspects of your job because without it, it just is draining. And mm-hmm. I think you know, if you're anything like me, you want your work to be a little bit of a challenge because then you're mentally stretched, right? Yeah, like yeah. you don't want it to be super, super easy. Hundred percent. So. Yeah, things like that. Like, you need to have that balance of, yeah, like, I really enjoy this with... It's a little bit challenging with, you know, okay, I can see... I can see myself doing this 9 to 5 kind of thing. Mm. Yeah. I can't lie, it's tough right now, but... Pressure breeds growth. It's okay, we can, um... We can come back to this point of discussion. There we have it, guys. Should, what, should I release this as two episodes or one episode? Mm, upload the audio somewhere and then let's play it back and then we can always um, talk about it. I don't mind doing some editing as well, you know. I don't know what editing software you use, but I do have Mac, so... I use Audacity. Okay. What, what audio software do you use? I've, I've never used, but I can oh, learn. Okay. 
Yeah, to be honest, you, you probably can now because I learned from YouTube as well. So, yeah, same thing. But you haven't been editing the last few anyways, mate. You've just been uploading yeah, them anyways. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I can do that too. No, last week I was tired. Like, I told you that there was a couple of times on the shop floor I, I felt like a zombie, man. And obviously, I had the incident on Tuesday that I told you guys. That was like the flashpoint, which is why I handed him a notice. <laughs> it's okay. I, I think it's good that you had a catalyst. You, 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 like, everyone needs it. Mm. Um, cause I yeah I had no idea how you were doing like during Ramadan I was sincerely struggling. Mm-hmm. Um, like there were days where I was literally like falling asleep. Yeah. So, you know. But yeah, yeah, cause I think to make the step I did, yeah, it does kind of take a, a certain level of self-esteem, which I don't think I really had. Like, I don't really feel like I had enough self-respect to realize I was running myself into the ground. And the cost, the, hard way. the cost benefit, it wasn't, it wasn't really making sense. But yeah, I've learned the hard way. <laughs> right, I'm not gonna say it. All I have to respect is the fact that you've learned now. I guess so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think the fact that I'm saying I'm not gonna say it is me saying it. But you know, he's what he is. <laughs> yeah, guys, that has been. A bunch of outliers, another episode. Stay tuned and keep it locked. Like a couple of outliers. <laughs> <laughs> we had, yes. Yeah, we didn't even mention that a couple of outliers are on annual leave. Yeah, they'll be back soon. They'll be back soon. <laughs> next episode. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Catch yeah, guys. You on the next one. Catch you soon.